Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Elbasha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough, I am worthy, I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to Empower to Grow podcast. This is your host, Hanan Elbasha, and this is our second part. As always, I can never stop when I have an amazing guest, so we keep talking. This is our second part with our beautiful, beautiful star, Egyptian indie singer, Nisba Mahgoub, and we go on to Uncharted Lands. But um, mm. we were talking in between the recordings. And of course, Nisma now goes back and um, she started teaching at university and she started, you started teaching performance and mm-hmm. performance arts. And part of that was your decision that you wanted to pass on the message and empower others in their own sense. So why don't you tell us a bit Definitely. about that? I felt that, um, I've always felt that I wanted to help uh, um, others grow. It's yeah. just a feeling inside of me. And I'm, I don't mean like, I'm not like you. you know, I, I don't have a, a, a degree in, in doing uh, that. Actually, my degree is not doing that at all. It's a completely different. Yeah. I just chose a different route to how, how to, <laughs> as you said, um, I think it was a different application of how to utilize the education yeah. I got in, in a different, yeah. getting a different light on people's mm-hmm. lives. Yeah, I, I've always done it when I was school and done it when I was um, in the university. Uh, especially in music because I have a big, big passion in music and yes. I, I love the academics. I'm, I'm really the girl, that, I'm the nerdy yes. girl who loves Embrace to study. It. Embrace and, the nerdiness. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, I, I really like that. So um, I've always been there helping out people understand stuff and, and just explaining stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was a teaching assistant for a while. So uh, um, after a few years of graduation, I just felt that I needed to do something with with that like I had that skill and I had that like mini passion in in teaching so I decided to go back to the university because I knew that our music program lacked a few points points when when I was an undergrad yes um the problem is in the world not in the world let's say in the Arab world Mm -hmm. um that when you teach music you only expose the student to either Arabic singing, like Oriental singing, yes, or um, classical singing, which is the opera, and, yes, and, okay. and all of the the the, the old uh, uh, styles of mm-hmm. music. But the pop scene and the rock scene and and all of those hundreds of years of uh, genres uh, of different things, genres, yes, that evolved after those eras, yes, are just considered to be. I don't know. It's, it's just. They're undermined somehow. Yes. yes. Um, so I've decided to go back to the AUC and introduce a few new courses that I would like to teach because I believe that my experience is in music is more into these areas. Yes. Although I have my degree was in classical and in musicals and in uh, and somehow in Arabic as well, uh, but I felt that there is a big big gap. Uh, and most of the students, they don't major in music because they do not find what they want. Yes. They're always exposed to other things. So I thought, 
why not bring those things to the AUC and just try to, to, to fill in these gaps? And that's why I now I teach um, a course called Singers on Stage. Mm-hmm. And this course is specifically for people who can sing. Mm-hmm. Um, I teach them how to stand uh, um, on the stage, how to interpret a song, how to personalize it and how to deliver it to the audience. Because this is something I think most most of the singers in the world might lack. Yes. Uh, I'm not saying that I'm better, better than anyone in doing this. but No, but, I mean, but you've specialized in that, that as well. Be... That, that has shown so much in, in how you've, yes. you know, shown, shown in, in the... Yes. Uh, yeah, I study music and I study theater and I, I've been in the music business for, for a long time. And I think that I, I might be able to help others to do that. Uh, but of course, in, in those genres, like in yes. pop and musicals and rock and folk in Arabic, mm-hmm. anything but classical, because we, we do have a lot of classical teachers yeah. around. Mm-hmm. So they're the experts in that. Yeah. Uh, and then I decided that I want to do a choir. I want to conduct a choir. And again, there is no choir in the Arab uh, world that is focusing on pop yes. and rock. And yeah, we, we always go to either Arabic choirs or classical choirs or church choirs. Yes. So you don't really find that variety as much. That's true. So I, 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 I don't know if I'm right, but... Aka Pop or the pop ensemble of, of AUC might be one of few or maybe the only one in the Arab world that, mm-hmm. that does uh, uh, choir arrangements for pop and Arabic songs and with, with a new taste and modern taste to it. That's so, nice. um, so yeah, and alhamdulillah, after I've, uh, I've introduced those courses, they became some of the few courses that are really popular in uh, in AUC, and I get students from all around the campus and from from all fields. Yeah, I have engineers who sing in the <laughs> choirs. I have like you know, it's like you, you wouldn't even imagine yani, someone who's uh, who's uh, an electronics engineer who wants to sing. It's like it's like far away from exactly. the field, and it's but like, yeah, that's a beautiful thing. Like, it's um, as you said, music music is the language of the soul, and and I mean that language can be spoken by everyone, regardless of what your interests yeah. are. And, and the beautiful thing is that you went back and said, I love the program. I just need to enrich it in a way that I can, I'm capable of, and that adds flavor to, to what others are studying. Yes, yes. I mean, I'm very glad for that. And ever since, uh, any, I, I can't thank God enough for that. Because ever since our, our concerts are always like sold out and, it's a, it's a huge success, and I'm really glad for that. Of course, that when Corona came, we couldn't um, we couldn't continue for that last semester. Yeah. Hopefully, starting next semester, it will be a bit easier, and we can go back again. But um, but I mean, I I'm very happy with this step in my life. Of course, it took it, it takes much more time for me now. It takes uh, a lot of work. Uh, maybe I I focus. Yani I started to. For a while, I started to focus less on my music. But then again, when I found out that the AUC is, is taking most of my time, I went there and I told them that, I, again, I need a break. Like I need a small break to just organize myself and know my priorities and I will come back again. So, yeah, and I, and, and I did that. And I found out that now I really need to focus on my music as well. 
I can just ignore that and start doing everything else I like. Yeah. But uh, it's also because your music, you started connecting to your music on a different level and it started to become a lot more personal. So it's, Mm. I mean, I I believe it's always been personal for you, but you know, the way, the way, the way I viewed you as, as, as a, as a viewer and as a fan was that you brought your element to the music that you were presenting. It was never like, you know, I'm just reciting other songs because I've got the voice for it. You always had your flavor infused into it. But now because you're finding yourself more in your music, then that is becoming more of maybe at the beginning you were like, as you said, maybe you, you got pre-engaged by the other things because you're a bit intimidated by, by taking that step. Mm-hmm. And then now that you're confident, like, no, I did the right thing. Now I want to put my, you know, my energy. Yeah. And focus yeah. Yes, of course. And I've always had this problem actually. And I try to, to um, improve it in myself that when I get occupied by something, I just tend to forget myself in it. Yes. Yeah. Um, like, like when, when I was busy with the AUC for a while, I just lost myself in it for another while when we were doing those episodes of Sahib uh, Saida with Isaiah you just I, I don't know why but when it comes to working in, in something that I like or just work in general I just tend to lose myself and sometimes I get to the to a place where how did that happen yeah. <laughs> where, like, how I, did I, I get here <laughs> I, I don't know oh yeah but I, I, it started with like two hours a week and now I can't find one hour for anything else but that thing but this is an and I know that this is an issue in me in this in general I get too um, driven away and stuff and but I I always when when I realized that like the moment I realized that so I I just stop and like you know take a small break and like okay rearranging time <laughs> so everything around you here and you here okay this is what i'm going to do but, so i know that it's very, a fault but yeah, no, it's not a I fault actually to, uh, it's it's that's that's the point let's let's work on your mindset here i i can't <laughs> i'm sorry the coach hat has to go on it's not exactly <laughs> it is definitely not a fault it's something you should be very proud of and that that is actually um it signifies your passion about what you do it is just as you said and what because especially that is very common with artists and that is a state of flow is when when there's an energy flow and your focus keeps going where you're doing and and you find that artists for example if they're writing a piece of music or they're um or writing a book or even um painting they can lose themselves for an hour and then, you know, kind of put their head up as like, what just happened? You know, I lost like four or five hours mm-hmm. with you. It might be a bit extended, but that is something to be proud of. But also now that you have the awareness of it, this is where you need to also keep check, keep yourself in check on a yeah. daily basis, rather than just wait for weeks where, where, you know, you, you flow for too long and you realize mm-hmm. that you've taken away from other things and from yourself, which is the most important now um, is that you keep a daily check in the evening. You could do kind of a 10 minute before you sleep kind of review of what happened today, what took up my time and my energy and did it fulfill me? If you're fulfilled, sure. Keep going, you know, but, but don't think of it as something that you want to not do anymore because that's you and that's your passion. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, that's why I just, right now I work on, uh, um, stopping myself whenever I feel that this happens. Overwhelming, and just, yeah. Yeah, 
take a step back and just review everything and then start again. And eventually I will get driven to do the same <laughs> thing again. But I know like whenever I do it, I just, okay. Yes. One, exactly. one minute. Yeah, like, exactly. Rearranging. And then I get, I get driven into another direction. Like, <laughs> my life has been, and that's why I, I think I was uh, very late in, in, in taking the, the decision, the decision to do my own, Uh, music because I've always been preoccupied by stuff mm-hmm. uh, uh, whenever others like I'm, I'm good at executing stuff yeah. Yeah. so I, I get a lot of projects that they need me to be the musical director of or to do something so that we do a big uh, show but I'm good at running those things yes yeah. and whenever I agree to something like that I completely forget my career like I, I not my career, but I mean my music, my my yeah. original side. I'm I'm more of a musical administrative. Yeah. So so this is what made me actually lose a few years uh, because I'm I, again, I'm busy again. You and yes, of course I'm achieving in a different direction. <laughs> yes, exactly. But it's it's not for me the main d- direction. Like I've 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 been doing side projects a lot, and it's been taking my whole year, and then. When I took that break, I decided, okay, no, no more side projects because apparently I tend to find myself uh, <laughs> like all over the place and I just can't stop it. So I but, need to. But that's do- the point, Inisma, yeah. that all the projects that you did added value to you as much as you brought value to the place. And now you are ready to take on your music in a different manner and a different path. And you, so you, you never lost time and it was never delayed. It was just now is the time. And I think, yeah, so, no, I, I, I think don't because, regret anything I've done. And I, I love every single day of working on, on any musical project. And because I say, because I relate to you on, on that level is the, For me, I thought that I lost so much time because I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Mm-hmm. And I, I, as I say, I reinvented myself at, at the age of 40. And at the age of 40, I realized that, you know, this is what I want to do. But then I also thought I'm too late because, you know, alongside there were people in their early 20s and they're like, oh, and we're doing this and we're making that much money. And I was like, oh, God, I've lost it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, but then again, I realized, but what I bring now to the world with my work is different than everyone else. And that's why I never, I stopped comparing myself. I stopped comparing myself a long time ago. And I realized that this is my time. Um, I still have a good 40, 50 years, inshallah, in my life where I could still be giving. Um, I could still reinvent myself every day if I want. I can still enrich myself with new experiences and everything that passed. So I've got 20 plus years of a career behind me. I'm like, that in itself is what I'm building on. This is my platform. I'm taking from all of that to bring myself into a new world and a new adventure and a new platform. Um, I did business. I did corporate. I did, you know, private businesses where brick and mortar. And suddenly I'm, I'm realizing that I have to reinvent myself. So I say I had to unlearn, relearn and learn new things of, of being someone who conducts mostly online stuff. I was like, what do you mean I have to go live on my group? I'm like, I hate going live. <laughs> I talk to people. I don't talk to a screen. And then I realized, okay, so I have to talk to a screen to get to the people that I want to get to. Um, and I think that that is a beautiful thing about finding 
first finding yourself and your identity and then reinventing yourself. And then you keep going, building on everything you've got. You're never starting from scratch. You're just continuing mm -hmm. more steps and more bricks along the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So speaking of, of reinventing ourselves, curl bumps. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, exactly. So the curls are, are not in all a, over today, but bun. we can see them. <laughs> Yeah, small I think that was, um, I think for the both of us separately, it has been a big decision to embrace our curls and go out to the world and say, I'm a curly head. I was like, I even got yeah. my mom saying, it's like, okay, aren't you going to go do your hair? You know, we've got an event. No, that's my hair. I was like, what do you mean? That's your hair. I was like, that's yeah. it. Yep. <laughs> I'm done. No more hairdressers except to have a trim been or something. Oh, uh, yes. I've been there. Yeah. It's it, actually the, the decision of, um, letting yourself just be yeah was much easier than facing the world with it <laughs> like guys <laughs> just it's okay just let it go yeah exactly <laughs> let it go it's, it's been hard enough for me yes. to just walk out like this with my hair all over the place and then and, and it was any the, the the day i took the decision it was um in 2017 was it yeah it was it was in the middle of 2017 when Did i decided that <laughs> yeah really oh yeah i'm just i'm just gonna i'm done skip i'm the hairdresser thing them yeah i'm done exactly because my hair was burnt out yeah. my hair was so thin and so exhausted yes because i I was, I, 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 I would look at myself together and like, yeah, again, how did I get here? Yeah. And, and, and the point is <laughs> you keep thinking to yourself, well, what do I do with it now? You know, I, I, I exactly. it was either in a bun or straightened out at the hairdresser. I'm like, and I don't exactly. want it either. Yeah, exactly. So I, I just lived with it for a while and I wore a wig to my concerts because okay. there was no way I was going like that. Okay. <laughs> and, and again, there's nothing to do with it because even, even if I put it up in a bun or something, it still looks cheap. Yeah. I just wore a bun for around a year that first year. And I would like tuck all my hair inside. So I, I'm, I'm not going to do my hair. I was, it's not an attempt to do yeah. my hair. And then after that year, I felt like, okay, now it start, we're starting to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so I decided to use my hair, but again, never, um, um, never fully uh, uh, loose. Yes, open. same here. Uh, yeah, I, would, uh, I would braid the part. Yeah. Um, I, would, uh, I would always put it back for two years. I would never have it around my face. It was always back. And then. Until yeah. one day I was doing a photo shoot for my website and it was also very uncomfortable for me coming out and, you know, having websites in my name. I was like, who am I? I'm not like Madonna having a website in my name. And I was doing a photo shoot for it. And, you know, the photographer was a lady. She's like, you know, why don't you put your hair down? So we tried different things. So I'm like, what do you mean put my hair down? It's got pins in it. Yeah. Like, no, put it down. I was like, oh my God. And you see my photos with my curly hair. I was like, <laughs> I was like with the face. It's like, I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> but it was exactly. that and then one day I'm like you know what I'm gonna let it down I mean I can style it any way I want but I don't have a problem letting it down anymore but it was also a, a journey of growth 
because I, I'm like, I followed every Instagram account on curly hair. <laughs> I brought every product to test it with the non-GMO, nothing. I went shopping. I ordered from the store. of my money went for oh, the <laughs> product. You know, like, <laughs> and yeah, I yeah, wanted I was to make sure it's not all right place. Decision, you know? Was it the right decision after all? Like, I have no money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <Everything's> <laughs> <to the product. laughs> it was much cheaper to straighten it. But, yeah. and, but that it was also a journey. And that's why I bring it up with you because I realized then that yes, my hair was stressed as stressed out as I was. And now I need to nurture, not just my hair. I need to nurture me because that's how I nurture my hair. So I also started embracing healthier foods, organic as much as possible and all of that. And it started reflecting. I, I actually put this post on my group and the ladies are like, oh my God. And my sister sent me, is like, I can't believe you put that photo. But it was like um, three years ago where I just chopped all my hair off and I had an undercut. So half my head was bald, literally under the hair. And it was like, I woke up with my hair all over the place every single day. And, um, and then I put a photo next to it of two years later of nurturing my hair. And everyone's like, oh, my God. I'm like, yeah, it's that. It is I have that same hair. photo. Yeah? yeah. Okay. We have, have to share that photo. <laughs> yeah, but it is that. It, it is. And that it's also signifies the transition of taking care of you. That it yeah. is, it's not an overnight feat. It is yeah. not something that just yeah. happens. You, it, it's, a, it's a process. It's a journey. Actually, I, I never thought that I would be strong about my hair for yeah. that long. Yeah. I thought that I was going to just crumble under the, the pressure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> doesn't really matter anymore. It's okay. I just go burn it. And it's okay. But I mean, uh, the more I, I, I noticed that my hair is actually going back to its natural pattern and it's yeah. starting to look nice, the more it gave me like, it was gas for That's me true. To, That's true. To, to, okay, I'm not doing that. Any in, in those three, four years, I've, I've only done my hair like four times or something. Just kidding. I do it for change when I, yeah. I'm not in the mood for doing my hair right now. So I'm just going to straighten it. With because that, and, and also taking care of the curls takes time, by the way. I plan a day at least ahead. I was like, okay, this is my wash day. And this is my how yes, my curls need to look. Exactly. I, I always do my hair a day before an event. Yeah. I, I can, cannot handle a, a day of an event and my hair. At yeah. the same time. Either <laughs> my hair or the event. It's either <laughs> or. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're not going to postpone the event for a day i'll have to work it i don't do hair washing and uh, taking care of this it's like my husband looks at me he's like seriously i'm like yeah well first i have to wash my hair and then i put it up in the towel and then i you know i have to wait a couple of hours for it to to kind of dry up and then and he's like, okay, whatever. And like now when, even when we go on vacation, like we're going and swimming in the sea, he's like, no, I'm not wetting my hair today. He's like, what do you mean you're not wetting your hair? No, my hair's up today. It's not wear hair wash day today. I'll do it every other day. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. well, speaking of... your dog, actually. I was just about to bring him up. Is it a girl or a boy? <laughs> It's a boy called Marzouk. 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 So, so speaking of Marzouk, this is also something that you're very passionate about. Um, yes. Saving dogs. Um, yeah, and of course, it's, it's not. 
I don't really have, unfortunately, I don't have the time or the resources to like go and save dogs and stuff. I, I would love to, and I've always had that dream of doing a shelter. Yeah. And, uh, but I've seen a friend of mine uh, with her shelter, and I came to, uh, to, to, to the conclusion that, oh my God, Danny, if, if I'm going to do a shelter, I'm definitely not the one going there every day. Yeah. She, her life is dedicated to the yeah. oh, has stopped. It's like an everyday full job. Uh, 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 commitment. It's um, it's it's really really hard what they do. Seriously. So right now my contribution is more donations. Uh, I might go visit the dogs and stuff like that. But my and for me I feel kind of fulfilled a little bit because we rescued Marzu already. Yeah. But I feel like I'm contributing to the world of yeah. of rescue. Uh, I would love to do more, of course, but this needs a lot of time. Any. I think that when I have enough money to do that shelter, then I would actually hire a lot of people Staff to stay and, there yeah. the whole day so I, I can be there as a part-timer, yes. not, uh, not an everyday job. And, and it's, it's not a normal, like, nine-to-five job. Yeah, it's a whole day. Not. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, and, and, what, uh, it's, uh, and just spreading people out to rescue the dogs and the cats. And course it's, uh, it's really hectic and and i'm really proud of those who of course decided to very, take very on humane that, thing. Uh, yes. yeah yeah it's it's beautiful and um and i i try my best to help out in donations of course yani, and i try to to, to advocate um, and use your platforms yeah. to talk about them yes exactly exactly yani. and I, my friend has a shelter has uh, called the uh, unleashed Mm-hmm. And there's another shelter that I know is called Hope. And we have a lot of, of shelters, alhamdulillah. And I, I really hope that people would uh, would actually care to look at their Instagram pages and, and donate. It's um, it's a great cause. It's just a, a Why? great cause that you are the voice of the voiceless. Exactly. You know? Please please do send me the links and I'll include them as I, well. I will, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I will. Because I know um, in Corona... They, they have been going through any you, generally they're going through very rough times yes i you, understand any, their only source of money is the donations yes but uh, but in corona i know because people stopped visiting and people you know that that didn't help as well and people don't have that spare money to yes. to to give yeah. to the dogs or the cats or but, but it's very hard uh marzu we found him around three and a half years ago uh, my sister actually found him in her uh, university. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was kind of thrown on the side you know, because um, a bigger dog has just bitten him Ouch. in the back. Ouch. So, yeah, he was around a month and a half and he was bitten in his back. And just the security just put him on a, a piece of uh, cardboard or something. And, he, and, he, and they put him aside, left him to die in peace. Yeah. But, uh, my sister had an exam that day. She, she's seen him we're going up to the exam so she went she finished and when she came down she went back to him and she called me and she told me I found this dog and this and this happened and I can't find any vet in the neighborhood so uh, I tried calling a lot of vets it was a Sunday I remember mm-hmm. there was no vet open on that day and I don't know why Okay. the only was- one open and I was then not married yet I was yeah. living in Sheikh Zayed with my family the only clinic that was open was in Shifzeit. 
the only one I found. So it's like destined yeah, uh, to, uh, to be home. <laughs> destiny, yeah. So I told her, okay, then bring him. Bring him to Zayd. There's no other way. Mm-hmm. So she brought him. Uh, we went to, to the clinic. Uh, they did whatever they had to do. And then um, we had to just keep him until I find a shelter. Mm-hmm. And when I called the shelters, they told me that they cannot take a dog right, uh, right away. Yani he, because he was bitten. So I need to wait okay. uh, to make sure that he's fine, that that bite didn't uh, cause any disease uh, or anything. Him. Yeah, exactly. And he needed to finish his course of um, medication uh, and vaccination. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. The, and and what I found out afterwards that between each vaccination is like a month and a half. So <laughs> I had him for about four months. <laughs> but, but I'm like I'm not giving him I'm, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm <laughs> he's mine now <laughs> no <laughs> no yani. and I thought it was like a week two yeah. and then we خلاص, yani, and then I yani, he was totally paralyzed uh, uh, like his two back legs were totally paralyzed from that bite oh. because we figured out yani, after a while that that bite actually broke his spine and then Uh, it, خلاص, it, um, uh, what's it called? But oh, okay. It got so, reconnected yeah. again. It yeah. healed it's again that, and stuff, yeah. Yeah, it healed again, but يعني, in, not really in a correct way. Mm-hmm. So it affected the spinal cord, and that's why he had issues for a few years um, uh, uh, in in his two both legs. He's, he's not always stable. Mm-hmm. He falls. And it took us a while, of course, about physiotherapy, with medications, with... injections for the nervous system B12 and all of that to get him to stand up again and now Marzu is uh, is fine, he he walks and he jumps and he runs but of course he's not always any, any, he's 80% back to a normal dog and the doctor said that this is as good as any as far as it gets for now as good as it gets we we can't um, any problems with spinal cords and the nervous system and, and the nerves and all of that, it, they never go back to 100%. So... Oh, but bless you. You, you yeah. took care of him. And, and I know, yeah, I know yeah. what it feels like to have a pet. Our, our cat, um, we adopted her when she was like, what, a month and a half old. And mm-hmm. she died quite young. She died at the age of nine. And I felt like, you know, a piece of us. For us, she was our daughter before we had our son. And, yeah. you know, yeah. we, we traveled with her, we brought her here and she had like, you know, she had her mood, she had her room and <laughs> that kind of thing. But I know mm-hmm. how it is to have a pet. So bless you for, for taking care of him. And Thank you. I'll send you, uh, I'll send you his Instagram. I have an Instagram oh, for his journey. That's nice. <laughs> you can see him from the day we've got him until now and how he evolved and all the medical journey that we've been ah, that's amazing but but that's the point I, and i think we we can use this opportunity also to talk about um dogs and cats and pets in general and and what they mean to 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 individuals and how we could take care of them and i'm we're very, we were very very cautious and conscious of um educating our son about mercy towards animals and about taking care of them and you know that he'd still we've got some stray cats in the compound he still puts food and and uh, drink for them uh food and yeah food and water and stuff and um even before sometimes we used to put like you know um water out for the birds whatever it is it's just that we're yeah. human and we should it's be compassionate and compassionate for sure yeah. 
So hopefully yeah. uh, this is a message that goes across. So hopefully. And uh, I would actually, I mean, would love to tell everybody that if they are looking for a best friend for life, and they should hit the shelves. Yeah, 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 adopt exactly. I and mean, you not shop, not buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are a lot of stray dogs uh, and stray cats, uh, stray animals in general, that need this love. Um, they need someone to just pick them out of the shitty life they, they're going through, and they will be so grateful for you. They will love you like nobody else and because they know they they have this gratitude inside of them they know that you took them away from the hardships and you brought him into a home and you're loving him so i would really recommend that people go to shelters and even if they're not going to adopt they don't have the time they don't have the money because these are like the golden rules for adopting any pets you need to have the money for it you need to have the time for it and you need to understand the space that, for them as well and the space exactly so so if they don't have those three points please do not go and get any any pet because you, you will be torturing them but you can I mean, still support them you can still go visit you can still go visit food and water the dogs and cats and and just spend time with them all donate do whatever you want but uh, uh, when you when you decide to adopt Sometimes people go for the cutest dog or the mm-hmm. fastest or the most hyper. There are others that maybe would would need the attention or the love more. Like you know, the more the shy ones, the ones with the with the boring colors, yeah. the ones that you know with the, I mean uh, that that are missing a limp or or uh, you know or, or having yeah. a certain issue. They also lose confidence in themselves, you know, that's, that's true. among other dogs. For, it's it's always you will feel more you'll feel a better person if you if you think you can help another uh, being yes. uh, go through life because normal dogs like they know their way around like, yeah. they play but uh, like Marzouk, for example if they always have issues in standing and they fall and stuff like that of course you will do a lot more effort uh, for sure yeah uh, taking care of him and doctors and all of that but uh, it, it just feels different when you help those dogs regain the confidence in themselves again and start acting normally. And I assure you, they will give you everything they have. Yeah, they have the unconditional, unconditional love. Unconditional love, true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Nesma, this has true. been amazing. Thank, thank you. Thank you. I still can't. I'm sorry. I know this is putting you on the spot, but I can't leave you without a song. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) We have to do this. I mean, I haven't had any other singing guests on the podcast, so let's do a first time. (laughs) Okay. um, um, Can you sing for us something, please? Sure, sure. And since we're uh, on the topic of empowerment and growth, uh, there is uh, a song uh, called Ala Tabi'ati. I'm just being myself. Yeah. Um, and I'd like to uh, sing it. Thank you. Sing part of it for you. <laughs> Thank you. Wiani, Aruh Fitori Mahadish Ririum Mishifi, La Ismani, and El Hilmilikulinus Hatahlambi, 
هو ايه يعني اروح في طريق ما حدش غيري يوم مشي فيه لا اسمعني انا الحلم اللي كل الناس هتحلم بيه بدون تعقيد هعيش ومكمله براحتي وقلبي حديد عشان انا راضيه بصراحتي لا مش هقبل كلام حد يوم يكسرني بيه واللي هيرفض تمام عمري ما ابقى في يوم لا مش هقبل كلام حد يوم يكسرني بيه واللي هيرفض تمام عمري ما ابقى في يوم انا كده بعيش على طبعتنا انا كده بشكلي وطريقتنا ولا هقبل ان ابقى حلم راح انا كده بعيش على طبعتنا انا كده بشكلي وطريقتنا ولا عمري هضعف لاي جرح Thank you. That was amazing. So Your talent is um, breathtaking. That's the word. Oh, That's you. the word. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, thank really you so much. I enjoyed my time. It was a really nice uh, interview. And um, yani, I hope we get to see each other in person. Uh, I hope so. Inshallah, when I make any it. Any chance you're coming to me. <laughs> as soon as we get over this hurdle, I'll, I'll use my yeah. words because I always say, let's use empowering words. This is just a yeah. setback in our way. It's only a hurdle and an obstacle. But uh, inshallah, um, next time I'm in Cairo, we definitely have to meet. And yes, we can yes. do another uh, follow-up podcast and uh, talk about uh, your journey and um, finding yourself and finding your voice and sharing beautiful music that is just empowering um, in so many ways. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, I'd like to invite you all to hear my uh, new song, Kul Shams Uli Hadir. Yes. Uh, again on all it. platforms it's uh, it's out uh, uh, yani, I hope you like it and uh, it's again it's an empowerment song as well yes. uh, it has a very nice message and it's the first one in my uh, new EP or mini album mm-hmm. and um, um, we're finishing up that album and hopefully it will be released uh, very soon thank you best of thank luck you. and stay shining, stay being the person and the beautiful um, source of joy that you are. Thank you so much. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. As always, empowered you, empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananalbasha.com I'll catch you on the next episode and until then know that empowered you empowers others love abundance and prosperity to you all